0: I have a word in season this morning. Amen? A word in season. Go to Psalms chapter 119. And the prophetic word that we've been given from our uh, apostle of this house, which is Dr. Seville for 2022... Is 2022 is the year of the open hand of God, a year of unusual, extraordinary, and supernatural provision. Amen. Can we say that together? 2022, the year of the open hand of the hand of open hand of God for unusual, extraordinary, and supernatural provision. I believe I receive it. I believe it's a word from God to you. I believe it's a word from God for this house. Uh, I see it in the Word of God, not just something because, because Dr. Savell has communicated it, but I see it in the Word of God. I see it, it's his heart in the Word of God. I believe it's just Dr. Savell is just illuminating what God's already as God has already said. It's not some sort of Foreign word, not something that's outside of the word of God, but it's something that I believe that the Holy Spirit is illuminating to us. Anytime the doctor gives us a word, it's not something that's outside of the written word of God It's something to illuminate something that God has been saying and saying for years, saying, saying since 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 he communicated to Adam, Eve in the garden. Since he commissioned them to be fruitful and multiply. It's something that is constantly on his heart for his people. And it's for something for us to believe. And it's something for us to receive. And it's for for us to walk in it. Now let's look at this in Psalm chapter 119. So whether you're here or you're watching by way of internet this morning. I believe that God is going to minister to each one of us right where we are. It may be healing. It may be wisdom, it may be grace, it may be direction, it may be strength. But he's going to illuminate something in each one of our hearts. So let me pray as, before I get into this. Heavenly Father, I humble myself under your mighty hand. I thank you that the gift of a pastor is not something that I labeled myself. It's not something, it's not a position I put myself in. It's something that i believe that dr savell saw and was obedient to put me in this role and jesus set gifts in the body and i thank you for the grace on my life to operate thank you for the grace to operate in the gift we thank you for it in jesus name amen in Psalms 119, verse 49, it says, "Remember fervently," and read the amplified, it says, "Remember fervently the word in promise to your servant in which you have caused me to hope. Remember fervently the word, the word, the word, the word." I'm a word preacher. We are a word church. The word is the foundation of everything we believe. If we didn't have the word, we would know nothing about salvation. The word. Everything begins and ends with the word, there's nothing greater than the word. It is God speaking to you. It is God speaking to me. The word is what builds our faith. And without faith, we can't please God. The word. He says, remember the word and promise to your servant in which you have caused me to hope. He says, this is my comfort and consolation in my affliction. The word consolation could be the root of this to console. To console, to in another word is refresh. This is my comfort and my refreshing in my affliction. So in the middle of my affliction, in the middle of my trouble, in the middle of what I'm facing, in the middle of whatever I'm going through, in the middle of the bad report, in the middle of the symptoms. In the middle of the financial lack. In the middle of loss. In the middle of confusion. In the middle of torment. The word and the promise. This is my comfort and my consolation in my affliction. What is it? Your word has revived me and given me life. So in the middle of my affliction, in the middle of my depression, in the middle of my mistakes, in the middle of whatever I might want to label, whatever my affliction could be, it's the word of God. It's the word of God that has revived me and given me life. Paul writes in in Romans chapter 15, verse 4, I believe. And he talks about and he said that it was that the scriptures were written for our learning. Can you put that up on the screen, Amy? Romans 15, verse 4. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For whatever was thus written in former days was written for our instruction that by our steadfast and patient endurance and the encouragement drawn from the scriptures, we might hold fast to and cherish hope. So Paul is writing to the church in Rome. He's writing to them. Psalm chapter 119 verse 50. It's in the word. The word revives me and gives me life in the midst of my affliction. The word. The word. Let's go to Psalms 145. Psalms 145. And this is one of the key scriptures that Dr. Savell has been going to. Thank you, Father. Psalms 145. For the sake of time, let's look at verse 14. This is the Amplified. It says, the Lord upholds all all of those, all those of his own who are falling. And he raises up all those who are bowed down. See, God doesn't want you to stay in your brokenness. See, in the midst of your affliction, it's the word that has revived me and given me life. And here he says, the Lord upholds all those of his who are falling and raises up all those who are bowed down. The eyes of all wait for you, looking, watching and expecting, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and you satisfy every living thing with favor. Now, the King James says this, it says, the eyes of all wait upon thee and thou givest them their meat in due season. So there's an exchange that takes place that as I am waiting and the Amplified said looking, which is what we learned, which is looking, watching and expecting, right? So there's an exchange that's happening that as I'm looking, watching and expecting that he will give them their meat in due season. There's a there, there's there's this an exchange that as I'm waiting upon the Lord, I'm receiving what the Lord has. So what I want to talk about this morning as we are preparing to step in and step into 2022 is I want to talk about waiting on the Lord. Waiting is not a passive word. The Webster's defines it this way, to rest in expectation. It means to stop, remain stationary, Until the arrival of a person or an event. It's not doing nothing. But it's waiting in rest with an expectation. Waiting on the Lord is active. It's preparing my heart. It's making my heart ready. and It's making my heart ready for future things. Can you say that with me? It's making my heart ready for future things. You see, it's waiting on the Lord is is positioning your heart in a position of expectation. So we talk about 2022 being a year of God's open hand for unusual, extraordinary and supernatural provision is not just sitting back and folding my hands and saying, oh, wow, next year is going to be great. And I'm just going to sit back and watch God do it. Now, there's some. Yeah, it's a sit back. But at the same time, it's this active out on the edge of my seat, expecting that God is I'm going to step into the things that God has prepared for me. I knew I had a call on my life, but I had no clue on how I was going to get there. And it wasn't just sitting back and just saying, "God, I know I have a call in my life, and 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 you just you just do your thing, God, and I'm I'm just going to sit back and 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 if you want me to do something, you need to move me." And, and sometimes we have that same mentality, and, 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 but not realizing that whatever I'm doing right now is to prepare me for future things. What I'm doing right now, waiting is not sitting back and doing nothing. Waiting is putting your heart in a position of preparing yourself to walk in future things. All through the, all through the Psalms, David talks about waiting on the Lord. but it wasn't sitting back and doing nothing here he was anointed king but yet but yet where do we find him he's back out working in the fields well god I, I'm just I, I'm just I'm just waiting I'm just waiting for supernatural and extraordinary provision but not doing anything waiting is doing something Waiting is, I'm going to do whatever I can find my hand to do. I'm going to do it. And it's interesting that, that yes, he was, David was going to defeat a Goliath, but his waiting on the Lord also had to do all the things in between the amen and the there it is. The things like, you know, I killed a lion and I killed a bear. And who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I knew God wanted to prosper my life. I knew God wanted to prosper me, but I didn't know how God was going to prosper me. And yet in the natural, it didn't look like that. I was going to prosper based on what my salary was when I first got saved. So here I am working in this little pharmacy in the in, in this small town and I'm working in this pharmacy making minimum wage. And but yet on the inside of me is like, I'm hearing the pastor tell me that that, yeah, God wants to bless you and you're a tither and he opened the windows of heaven. And I'm like, I'm like, Lord, how are you going to open windows of heaven if, if I'm limited to what I'm making right now? Making minimum wage. And the Lord was like, you're preparing your heart to walk in the prosperity you will walk in later. So it wasn't just sitting back and saying, oh, God's going to bless me one day. No, I did that job making minimum wage. And next thing you know, I had, I had someone called me. Someone called me at where I was working. And they said, someone told us that we needed to call you. And they said that you were the right person for the job. And we made a specific route just for you. This is a brand new route for this particular company. It was in sales and, and this company just for you. And, and they're like, um, and now training pay is $10 an hour. Well, that was so much better than 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 four fifty an hour. With that one phone, phone call, I, 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 I stepped into the double. Now, now you have to listen to this. Less than less than two months later, after that got off training pay, they I stepped into that new route, making twenty six dollars an hour. But if I just said, "Well, well, God, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. You're going to pour out windows of heaven," and the thing is, is no, that phone call wouldn't have happened if they didn't see my work ethic there. So waiting on the Lord isn't just sitting back doing nothing. It's like, no God, I know you're going to bless me. I'm a tither, I'm a giver, and you will open the windows of heaven, and Lord, I'm expecting. And I'm but it wasn't just me sitting back doing nothing. See, expectation produces opportunities. Expectation will cause you to be in the right place at the right time. I'm getting ahead of myself. So waiting in the Lord is active, It's preparing my heart for future things, It's knowing that God is already working behind the scenes so that when the time is exactly right, everything will be in, in place for me to move forward in it. Expecting God to provide and rest in the knowledge that his provision will be better than anything I could try to force on my own. That's waiting on the Lord. Let's go to Hebrews Chapter Six. Thank you, Father. Hebrews Chapter Six. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at verse. Uh, mm. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 6, let's go to verse 11. It says, But we do strongly and earnestly desire for each of you to show the same diligence and sincerity all the way through in realizing and enjoying the full assurance and development of your hope until the end, in order that you may not grow disinterested. And become spiritual sluggards. Wow. Verse 11 again. But we desire for each of you to show the same diligence and sincerity. See, this is talking about a life of faith here. This This is all about a life of faith. But yet the words he uses here, diligence and sincerity in realizing and enjoying the full assurance and development of your hope until the end in order that you may not grow in, disinterested see if you're not if you're not cultivating your hope you're going to grow disinterested well, well God it must not it must not work and when are you really saying you're ultimately saying your words not working i hold on to the word until the end. And if I don't hold on to the word to the end. Then I will become a spiritual sluggard. And I will be disinterested. Meaning meaning, meaning, I will no longer be expecting. It's quiet up in here. Yeah. <laughs> like Pastor Justin. I wanted a feel good day after Christmas message. This is a feel good Christmas. In order that you may not grow disinterested. If you're disinterested, you're not waiting and expecting. And you become spiritual sluggards. But imitators, behaving as do those who, through faith, by their leaning of their entire personality on God in Christ, in absolute trust and confidence, in his power, wisdom, and goodness. And by, patient, and by practice of patient endurance and waiting are now inheriting the promises. One who waits is one who inherits. Let me say it again. One who is willing to wait will be the one who will inherit. The King James says this, that you be not slothful, but followers of them. Followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. It's through faith and patience that I inherit promises. Verse 13. For when God made promise, so it's not starting a new thought, it's continuing the thought from before. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Saying surely blessing I will bless thee. And multiplying I will multiply. And so after he had patiently endured. He obtained the promise. Let's read this in the Amplified. Verse 13. For when God made his promise to Abraham. He swore by himself. Since he had no one greater. By whom to swear. Saying blessing I will certainly bless you. And multiply I will multiply you. Now listen to this. And so it was that he, Abraham, had, having waited long and endured patiently, he realized and obtained. Wow. Having waited long, he endured patiently. And he realized and obtained. It became, and Annette said this in, in corporate prayer a, a couple weeks ago, realizing is, thank you, Father, to know to be true. So Abraham, what, what happened here is he waited long, endured patiently. Thank you, Father. And as he waited, he Saw that it was true. He realized it and he obtained it. In the birth of Isaac, a pledge that was to come what God had promised him. You see, with Abraham, it was in this waiting. It was in this, it was this waiting upon the Lord that what God said was true and what God said would come to pass in his life. He waited patiently. Wasn't sitting back doing nothing. No, no, God. You're going to show up even so much with Isaac that even he knows he's going to have to take Isaac up. And he goes, me and the lad will return. He had this expectation down on the inside of him that he was going to see God's open hand. that the promises of God were going to become a reality in his life. And I believe that, that the promises of God will be a reality in Justin's life. I I will realize it and I will obtain it. We will realize and we will obtain healing. We will realize and obtain prosperity. We will realize and obtain the promises of God for our lives. But it's sitting out on the edge of our our seats expecting it. Let's go to Luke chapter 2. How long are you willing to wait? Luke chapter two. Thank you, Father. I think one of our biggest enemies sometimes can be the clock. It can be the clock. Well, God, it hasn't happened yet. God, you you I, you said this, and I, I thought that was going to happen, and we put God in the time frame. This time frame. And, and, and then the next thing you know is, is we grow weary or we grow disinterested because we're too busy looking at what hasn't happened yet. Instead of continuing to expect. Doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if they've called me or haven't called me. It doesn't matter what, what's come through, or hasn't come through. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to expect it. Why? Because the word is what I'm holding to. The word is what I'm holding to. Now, back in, when I was a kid, there was a, there was a, there was a gentleman that was on the radio. My grandfather would listen to him all the time. And how many people remember Paul Harvey. He had a great voice, you know. Do you know what he was saying this for? Now, here's the rest of the story. And so I know we just finished Christmas, and Christmas was yesterday. And, and we've, we talked a lot in Luke chapter 2. But here's the rest of the story. Here's the rest of the story. We can talk about the shepherds and some of you heard me mention this or preach on this before, but uh, but I, I believe it's important for us to see this because remember the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning, right? That we might have comfort and hope in the scriptures. And here's the rest of the story. And we, we we can celebrate the shepherds, we can celebrate the angel, we can celebrate what they saw, we can celebrate what they came back and how they exalted the fact of what they had seen and what they had heard. But immediately after that, Jesus is circumcised on the, being eight days old. Then after that, you know, because purification, it's usually about 33-day period after that. So really 40 days after the time that Jesus was born, they took him into the temple. And we can pick this up in verse 25. Verse 25 says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, cautiously and carefully observing the divine law, or we could say the word. He was righteous and he was devout. Meaning he had one focus. He was devout. He was single-minded. He was single-minded. He was, he was devout. He had He had given himself to this. What did he give himself to? It says, and he was looking for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. The King James says... And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. The Holy Ghost was upon him. He was what? Waiting. What was he doing? What was he doing? Okay, work with me. Here. What was he doing? You're still not loud enough. What was he doing? There, thank you. He was waiting, but you have to understand, he was sold out to the word of God. He was devout, looking at the word of God. He had taken the word of God that had been passed down from the ages, and he is holding on to the word of God. Waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for... The refreshing of Israel. He was expecting. If you're waiting for it, you're expecting it. And he was expecting it because he had a personal word from God. We say, well, how can you say that, Pastor Justin? Let's keep reading. Let me read verse 25 again. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout. And he was looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been divinely revealed, communicated to him by the Holy Spirit, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Whoa. So not only did he have a word, but he had a word. He had a personal word. He had a word that was written, but he also had a word that was revealed to him that not only was he waiting for it, but he would be the one to see it. And because he knew he was going to be the one to see it. Wow, expectation. I know this is what the Holy Spirit, I know this is what something divine communicated to me. So therefore, he's saying, hey, it's gonna happen in my lifetime. It's gonna happen in my lifetime. It's gonna happen in my lifetime. Maybe this is the day, Joseph. maybe this is the day that I'm going to walk into the temple and it's going to be him. It's going to be the one that we've been waiting for. It's going to be the one that we're going to be waiting for. Why? Because it was an expectation down on the inside of him. And I want to encourage us. Do you have an expectation down on the inside of you that when you show up to this house, extraordinary things will happen? Do you have an expectation down on the inside of you that what God spoke to you years ago is still true today and you will walk in it tomorrow? Do you still believe and know that God has a call on your life? Don't let go of that call. Don't let go of that purpose. Don't let go of what God's spoken to and told you, because I'm telling you, he had something divine that was giving him and he given him and he was waiting for the expect. He was waiting with expectation that he would see it. You know, when I, when I was reading this and studying this morning and thinking about it, I, I was thinking about Luke chapter 19 and Jesus showed up and here. He is the consolation of Israel. 17 chapters later after this, the Messiah has come and and he's fulfilled so many different things. But yet he shows up to Jerusalem and he shows up there and he said he wept over it. Do you know why he wept over it? It said because they missed the day of their visitation. You only miss it because you weren't waiting for it. And you weren't waiting for it because they weren't expecting it. They missed the day of their visitation. I'm so grateful for God's mercy. I think of my life. Lord, what are some of the things I missed out because of my stupidity? What are some of the things I missed out on? And I'm so grateful for his mercy. To cover the things I missed. I, I believe earlier on I could have walked in things as a teenager, but I really wasn't expecting that his word was for me at that moment. His grace, his mercy covers our mistakes, and, and and I'm so I'm so so grateful that Word says that He redeems the times. Are you grateful that He redeems the time? You know, I I, I, I someone—I can't remember who it was, but I I saw it this way once. I, whether the Lord spoke it to me, I heard it from someone else. But but you're walking here and, and, and you go from point A to point B. And Deborah is where, where I'm supposed to be heading. I'm supposed to be heading to minister to her. And we're walking through life and we're going through life. And all of a sudden we get sidetracked because of, of whatever it could be. I'm, I could throw out a number of things on why we would get sidetracked. But the next thing you know, you're way over here. And, and you look back and you can look back and regret at, at what did I miss and what did, and what did I, what, did, what man, I wish I didn't mess that up. I wish that, that, that I'd done something different and not, none of this would have happened and, and all that. And, and you can, but then that, what, what that, all that does is keep you stuck, but realizing it doesn't matter. Realizing the end result is still there. And there's things could have happened with relationships and things could have happened, but it doesn't matter. God can restore. And maybe something beyond what you had before. And you can sit back and look at all those things as, as as this could have happened or that could have happened. But what happens, you're going to miss what's right in front of you. But realizing the ultimate is getting to Deborah. Not talking about her being the relationship. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about my purpose. The next thing you know, as all of a sudden he redeems the time, and the next thing I know, I might have missed twenty years. But next thing you know, I'm standing at the end of my purpose. Yes, yes. absolutely. It's God. No matter how I might have messed it up, they missed the day of their visitation. You know what? And if because they weren't expecting it. I don't want us to miss out on all that God has for us because we're not waiting with expectancy because we're just sitting back. Well, I hope one day, one day soon. Yeah. Well, God, if you, if you, you're just going to make, you're just going to make it. Yeah, he's going to make it happen, but he's got to use your faith and obedience. That's a whole nother message. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Verse 26, And he had been divinely revealed, communicated to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Now, verse 27, Imprompted by the Holy Spirit, he came into the temple enclosure. Wow. The Passion Translation says this, The Holy Spirit led Simeon to be there at that moment. And I saw that and the Lord just said, said, I have moments for you. Be in the moment. So not only the Holy Spirit is the one that told him that he would see it, see the fulfillment of it, but also on that particular day, David, he was right where he needed to be. Why? Because he was expecting. He was expecting. I I believe if we're expecting, we won't miss the moments. If I'm expecting, I won't miss the moment. But too often we, we, we get disinterested because things aren't happening quick enough. And we get frustrated and we just, we just sit back and what's, what's the enemy after he's out for you to miss moments. He wants you to miss moments. I refuse for 2022 to be a year where I miss a moment, a moment. What is, how am I referring to a moment? What I'm referring to a moment right now is it is a, it is a, It is a divine date with destiny. Maybe that's maybe that's ministering to a person. Maybe that's a business deal. Maybe it's wisdom. Maybe it's maybe it's praying for someone. Whatever, whatever it might be, be, as we're expecting, he is going to bring the moments. He's going to bring the opportunities to pass for the unusual, extraordinary and supernatural provisions. But if we're we're not waiting with expectancy, we can miss a moment. I declare over you. I declare over this house. Declare over my life, my family, that we will not miss moments in 2022. Because we will see extraordinary, supernatural, and unusual provision. Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. And sometimes we, we can... Sometimes we can not just get our mind on, It's a lot I'm saying, I was planning on saying this morning, but praise the Lord for the Holy Spirit. Not only do we allow time to be a factor, but also we let people be a factor. And we start looking at people. On how come they're not doing this and how come they're not doing that. They need to be obedient. They should be doing this and they should be doing that. And next thing you know, you're trying to measure God's faithfulness through someone else. God's not going to let you miss a moment. If you're waiting and expecting Him. Don't get your eyes on people for your happiness. Don't let don't don't put don't put don't put pressure on people to be your provision. Yeah, he'll use people. But make sure you're looking at him. I believe God will align you in the right place and you will see promises come to pass. Hallelujah. And prompted by the Holy Spirit, he came into the temple enclosure. And when the parents brought in the little child, Jesus, to do for him what was customary according to the law, Simeon took him up in his arms and praised, and he thanked God and said, And now, Lord, you're releasing your servant to depart and leave this world in peace according to your word. He's like, Hey, I can get up out of here now. Because that was the word I was holding on to. And that was the word that I was waiting to come to pass. And that was the only word that was keeping me here. So you can release me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse thirty: For with my own eyes, I have seen your salvation. For with my own eyes, I've seen your salvation. Now, this is what I want to get, get across to you with this, this one verse here. And this is also, also about waiting and expectancy. I believe Simeon saw it before he saw it. That's how faith operates. That's how faith works. It's seeing with the eye of faith. He, there's things that I'm, I'm doing now that, that I saw like a, 10 months after I got born again. And when I saw it in prayer, I was like, there's no way I could do that. But yet I saw it. And there's things that that I've seen that I have yet to see. But I believe with Simon, he saw it in here. Why? Because that's what expectation is a is a image down on the inside of of your of your uh, uh, on the inside of you, that this is what's going to happen. And I'm waiting that I will see. I will see. I will see. Like David said, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will see it. I will see it. And I believe this is what Simeon was saying here. It's saying that he now saw it with his own eyes. Now, it wasn't so much now seeing it here, but now he was seeing it here. So get a visual expectation of what your next season looks like. Based on what the word of God says about your life. What does the windows of heaven being open to you look like? What does a godly relationship look like? What does a godly marriage look like? What does a a godly leader look like? And get an image of that down on the inside of you and have an expectancy. I'm going to be that. And so Simeon was like, I've seen it with my own eyes. Not Not just in here, but now I've seen it with my natural eyes. See, this is all about waiting on the Lord. Waiting in the Lord is, is having an expectancy. It's giving, it's giving God's perspective about something and holding to that perspective. For a of time, let's go to verse 36. And there was also a prophetess Anna, the daughter of Pheniel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, having lived with her husband seven years from her maidenhood. And as a widow, even for 84 years, she did not go out from the temple enclosure, but was worshiping night and day with fasting and prayer. Wow. She did not want to miss her day. Think about that. She did not go out of the temple enclosure, but was worshiping night and day with fasting and prayer. And she too came up at the same hour. And she returned thanks to God and talked of Jesus to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. Thank you, Father. Looking for, looking for. And she came up at the same hour and she returned thanks to God and talked of Jesus to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. All that were looking for, they were looking, they were looking, they were looking. I believe it was, it was those people's faith. I believe it was the people that were looking, the people that were waiting. They were expecting, hey, the Messiah is going to come. The Messiah has got to come. The Messiah is going to come. And I believe it was their faith that brought God on the scene to bring the Messiah at that moment. Because there was a group of people looking for and waiting for the consolation of Israel. But it's interesting how it said she worshiped the Lord every day. She worshiped the Lord every day. Let's go to Romans chapter 4, and I want to start to close with this. Romans 4. We talked about Abraham a few minutes ago. Be follower of those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promise. We know that he waited patiently. Look at verse 20. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. The Amplified says, no unbelief or distrust made Abraham waver concerning the promises of God. Nothing made him waver. Nothing made him waver. Jason, he, Nothing. it doesn't matter. It, sa- it goes on and says, he didn't pay attention to his, how old he was or the deadness of his wife's womb. Many natural things didn't deter him. He was still waiting. He was still expecting. He staggered not at the promises of God. He, he didn't take a second glance at anything else. The promises of God were the most important thing. It said, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. You see, this is the key to continuing to expect is praise. He grew strong in faith as he gave gave praise and glory to God. Why was it given praise and glory to God? Because he knew it goes. He knew that God, what God had promised, he was also able to perform. He knew, he knew that what God has promised, he was able to perform. So therefore, father, I thank you that you're able to perform this father. I thank you that you're going to bring this to pass in my life. Father, I praise you because you are good. I praise you because you're faithful. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. You said this in your word. And I thank you that that word is now my word. And I thank you that I will see that word come to pass in my life. And that's how you continue to cultivate a life of expectancy. See, because what happens is if you start meditating on what's not working, you're going to complain. And that is worship in the wrong direction. Complaining is worshiping the wrong direction. But yet when I have an expectancy, I'm praising God. And as I continue to praise God, it fuels my faith. He grew strong. He grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Fully satisfied and assured that what God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Waiting on the Lord. Go to Psalms 52. No, I just said I was going to start to close. I didn't close. <laughs> Psalms 52. Thank you. Are you with me this morning? Yes. Say, I'm expecting, I'm expecting. I'm waiting. I'm, waiting. I'm, expecting, I'm expecting. Great things. Great. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I will see God's open hand in my life. We will see God's open hand. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hold your place there. Go to Psalm 62. Something keeps coming up in my heart. Psalm 62. Psalm, says, truly my soul. Waiteth upon God. Truly my soul, my mind, my will and motions waiteth upon God. Waiteth, T.H. in the King James. Meaning it's not just a one time event. It's continual. Truly my soul continually waits upon God. From him comes my salvation. From him comes my victory. From him comes my prosperity. From him comes my victory. From him comes my deliverance. Verse two, he only, he only is my rock and my salvation. See, we have to make him only, 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 only. See, too often, if, if it doesn't work in our time frame or it doesn't come through by someone else, we look for something else. When he's supposed to be the only, him only, him only, him only. Verse five says, my soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. My soul waits thou only upon God. Wow. Only upon God for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Thank you, father. Hallelujah. See, this this is the word of God being imparted to you this morning. He only is my rock. Him only is my salvation. There's no plan B. There's no plan B. It's Him. It's Him. Hallelujah. Psalms 52. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm. It's a Psalm of David and... Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Verse 8 says, But I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in and confidently rely on the loving kindness. Back to Abraham for a moment. What did he say? Faith. And here he says, I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in and confidently rely on the loving kindness and the mercy of God forever and ever. Wow. That's where where we have to establish our position of waiting. In the love of God. I rely on the loving kindness and the mercy of God forever and ever. Verse 9, I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it. I will wait on thy name for it is good before the saints. Wow. Thank you, Father. I trust in the steadfast love. That's having faith in his character. And then he says, you have done it. (laughs) You have done it. So verse eight says, I trust in on the love and kindness of God. And verse nine says, I will praise you because you've done it. (laughs) I will praise you because you've done it. But I want to tell you something. God hadn't done it yet. Why? Because the next verse, the next part of it says, and I will wait on thy name. (laughs) Meaning, meaning I know you've done it. And what? I'm going to continue to wait on your name. I'm going to have faith in you because you're a loving kindness and I'm going to, I'm going to praise you because you've done it and I'm going to wait on your name. I'm going to wait on your name. I'm going to have an expectancy. I'm going to trust in your love and I'm going to praise you. Why? Because I know you've done it. I know you can do it. I know you will do it and I will wait on your name. I will expect your name. Oh, and there's, we could get in to talk about his name. Wait on his name. There's so much in this about waiting on the Lord. Wait on his name. Wait on the Passion Translation is, of Psalm 52 says, starting in verse 7, it says, See what happens to those great in their own eyes who don't trust in the Most High to save them. Look how they trusted only in their wealth and made their living from wickedness. He says, but I am like a flourishing olive tree anointed in the house of God. I trust in the unending love of God. His passion towards me is forever and ever because it is finished. I will praise you forever and give you thanks before all your godly lovers. I will proclaim your beautiful name. I will proclaim your beautiful name. Stand to your feet. Thank you, father. Thank you, Father. We will praise your beautiful name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. As we as we close out this last Sunday of 2022, Father, we look forward with great expectation into the year of God's open hand. We take off any and all limitations. We take off the limitations of time. We take off the limitations of people. Thank you, Father. And I thank you as we wait upon you expectantly. I thank you, Lord, that we're also are going to see... A season of acceleration. Thank you, Father. You know, someone gave me a watch for Christmas, and um, and the they got it for me because the the brand is the brand's called Momentum. And so and so, I was like, you know what time it is? It's Momentum. It's you know what time it is? It's time for acceleration. <laughs> That's what time it is. I, 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 we're going to step into a season of acceleration because because our faith and expectation is unwavering. He will do it. He will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Now, before, before I write the scripture down or just make note of it. Proverbs chapter 8. Verse 34, blessed is the man that hears me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. Now think about it. Blessed is the man that heareth me, that's watching daily, that's expectancy, that's waiting at the posts of my doors, that's God's house, waiting, that's expectancy. So what happens to those people that are waiting Expecting verse 35 for whoso find me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Wow. There's something that happens as we are expecting. Here it says that we will obtain life and the favor of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands to heaven. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Hallelujah. And we praise you in advance. We praise you right now. We praise you right now for, for the things that we're, we've yet to step into. We praise you now for divine moments, divine moments. Lord, I prophesy divine moments over this church family. I prophesy divine moments over, over those watching at home right now. I prophesy divine, divine appointments. Lord, I thank you Lord. We, we are looking forward with great expectation. I thank you that even now we're seeing the hand of God. Even now we're seeing the miraculous things of God. I thank you that healing and miracles are happening now. Healing and miracles are happening in this his room right now right now because we're expecting it. We're believing it and your arm is not short. I thank you that the hand of God is being extended. I thank you the glory of God is manifesting and strengthening How, those that are weary and those that have been distraught. I thank you, Lord, that they're getting their strength back. They're getting their wind back. They're getting their life back. Hallelujah. I thank you that they're walking in new things, greater things that I hadn't seen or ear heard, nor the things that have entered into their hearts. I thank you that they're moving. They're moving with you. They're not moving against you. They're moving with you. This is a season where they're moving with you. They're not moving against you. They've tried to, they've tried to see things come to pass in their own ability, in their own ways, but they've made a decision right now. Right now they're making a decision to move with you, not against you. And as they move with you, I thank you that they're going to move in the supernatural. They're going to move in the extraordinary. They're going to move, they're going to move and they're going to see. Hallelujah. Yes, we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, we're waiting and we take courage. We take courage and we're waiting upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That fevers are breaking right now. Fever, fevers are breaking right now. Hallelujah. Breathing, tight lungs are being, being freed right now in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those that have been able to not be able to bend over, they're being able to bend over right now, right now, right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, father. Oh, thank you, Lord. This is a season of supernatural provisions. It's a season of unusual provisions. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, father. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Oh, Hallelujah! Oh, yeah! This supernatural, the Holy Spirit is is ministering to your soul. There's some there's people here's ministering to your soul, and there's things that you have not been able to forgive yourself. There's things that you've not been able to let go of. But he's he is he is. He is spiritually brainwashing you right now. Spiritually, spiritually. You have new vision, new vision, new vision, new vision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh tera so Showишь sabamishti Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for great victories. Great victories. Thank you for 2022 being a year marked by great victories. Great victories. Woo. Great victories. Great victories. Great victories. Great victories. Great victories. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. There's those, you felt like you've been walking under a dark cloud. A dark cloud, and you felt like there's, there's this heaviness and this darkness around you, but, but, but I just sense in my heart, the sun is shining again. The sun is shining again. The sun is shining again. Hallelujah. The sun, the sun is shining again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, so to so brogo to rabbi. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Hmm. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Remember Abraham, he said he, he was strengthened in faith. He grew strong in faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. Let's praise him this morning. Praise him right where you are. Praise him in your home. Praise him in your car. Lift your voice. Lift your voice and praise him. Oh, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Father, we praise you for the goodness. We praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you. Oh, we glorify you. We praise you. Lord. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Thank you. Father, hallelujah. Thank you. Father. We praise you. Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Father. Oh, we praise you, we praise you, thank you, Father. Oh, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The enemy will not get our praise, hallelujah. The enemy will not steal our praise, hallelujah. We will praise him, hallelujah. We will praise him, oh, hallelujah. We will praise him while we wait, we will praise him while we wait, we will shout while we wait. Oh, we will praise. We will dance while we wait. We will shout while we wait. Oh, hallelujah. We will glorify our Heavenly Father as we wait. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we praise you. We praise you. Oh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You you know, I I, I quoted in Luke chapter 19 when it talked about, you know, he wept over them because they missed the day of their visitation. But what started that whole segment was this conversation. If people don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. Before Jesus said, how do you know the midst of the day, day of visitation? Because there was no praise. There was no praise. There was no praise. There's praise. You, there's praise when there's expectancy. If there's no praise in our house. If there's no praise in your house, it's because you have no expectancy. Expectancy. And if Cassie or Danny or whoever it is has to be your cheerleader, then you didn't come to church with expectancy. <laughs> praise the Lord, Pastor Justin. It's a, a, a praise. It's, it's just like, it's like a thermometer. It's like you can tell where your expectancy is by what's coming out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. So we make a decision. We make a decision as we step into this next season, this next year. Hallelujah. We will be praisers. We will be praisers because we're expectors. Hallelujah. And because we're expectors, we'll be praisers. Give them a shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Wow! Well. <laughs> Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Woo! Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! Mm. <laughs> My legs kind of feeling like jello right now. Ah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Father. Woo! Mm. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Woo! Mmm. Mm. Kenneth you coming on me or something. Mmm. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mmm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mmm. Hallelujah. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ha. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mmm. Thank you, Father. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Ha. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hallelujah. Hm. Mm. Hallelujah. Hm. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm. Just say goodbye to the past. Woo. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. Woo. Mm. I just keep, keep hearing just that, you know, just that scripture where it said, uh, if, the, if the enemy had known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Mm. Uh, there, there's, there's God's looking down and he's got, a, he's got a vision of your life but not the vision of he doesn't look at you according to your past he can't even see it he all only sees future if you yielded to him he only sees future the enemy had only known, he would not have crucified the Lord Lord of glory. And I just hear God's looking over you and he's saying, I hear him saying, if the enemy had only known, he would have not, he would have not set the traps. He would have not, he would have not, he would have not not had tried to taken you out. He would have not tried to move you. Mm. there's some people in here then you step into 2022 you were you, you the way that you have been led by your flesh for the last 20 years the way you've run after that 2022 the way you ran that way you'll be running after the spirit in 2022. Oh You've been led by your flesh for 20 years. As you step in this new year and you wait on him, I'm telling you, you will run after him like you used to run after the devil. Run with the devil, I should say. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Jason, come here. Hallelujah. Let me see your hand. You're a giving man. Just receive. He sees how you kept your heart right. He's seen how you've given your shirt off your back to people with no thank you in return. And this is your redemption year. The the cry of your heart. To serve someone. And someone to serve you. Because I've seen your labor of love. And I've seen how you kept your heart right. This is your redemption year. Every seed that he's sown, Father, I declare will come up in one year. What he has sown will come up. The harvest will come up in one year. And he'll get the end of this year and he'll say, Lord, let this house be a house for you. Put your hand on your heart. Just say, Lord, I let this house be a place for you. I look forward where you'll lead me. Direct me guide me in this next year I love you Lord thank you for loving me in Jesus name give him a shout of praise thank you Father. you can be seated thank you for allowing me to take my time Stay here long or make service go long for the sake of me, but I want to make sure God's will is accomplished in the service. It's not about building my kingdom, it's about building his kingdom. Thank you, Father. So I close out the service today. I close out with some mixed emotions, but yet with a great expectancy. Rick and Cassie and Michaela and Gabriella, if you could come up, please. It's been been a while ago, but it was back in September that we announced to the church and and just some time for transition and. And first, I want you to give Rick and Cassie and the girls a hand, just for Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the gifts, Father. You can be seated. I'm grateful for the gifts that God sends. You know and when we are as a church in a, in a place of transition you know God always has a way of you know the word says that he supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus well we had a need seven years ago and and God really gave a, a vision to Rick he was down in uh, Dilly, Texas and and said I want you to go up and 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 work with Dr. Savell, and by working with Dr. Savell, you'd be serving Pastor Justin and and, um, and just go there. And he didn't know what was going on here. We didn't tell anybody the transitions that we were in as a church. And so they came up and told us well, you know, that what the Lord told them. We were like, okay. We didn't say one thing about how, what transition we were in as a church at that time. And, but we prayed about it. The Savelles prayed about it. They came back up and we talked. And, and just like Acts chapter 15 says, if it seems good to, seems good to us and seems good to, the, good to the Holy Ghost, then it must be a God thing. And and so so with that you know just in a, in a short time in a matter of weeks they moved here, and and just gave themselves to the vision of this house, knowing that from here this area they would fulfill everything that God's called them to fulfill. And um, and you know I knew it and you know they knew it at, at a certain time. What does that look like and and what does that mean? And I think it was a time of just walking out, praying out and. And and they're amazing gifts to the body of Christ, and 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 they have a they have an urgency on the inside of their hearts. And we announced this back in, in September. As it wasn't, some of you been coming, we we've, we've announced this and gave time for this. But they have it in their heart that they need to get the word of faith out, and they need to be preaching the word of faith. And you can add to anything I'm saying. <laughs> um, and also teaching houses of worship about worship. You know, Cassie has a is it a masters or not masters masters in music, and she taught at Sagu and and all those. But she's a worshipper. Rick's a a he is a he is a he is a gift to be a coach, but but he coaches people in a life of faith and a life of winning, which is really what this ministry is all about. And and so it's not it's not saying you know goodbye and never see them again but it's releasing into releasing them into their next season and it's being grateful for the gifts i'm thankful for the gifts that god sends but also as a leader you can leaders sometimes have a tendency to hoard gifts or try to control gifts i don't that's not my heart and, and so as a leader, you also have to know when it's time to release gifts and, and knowing the right timing. Some people try to release themselves into things that one, they're not prepared for. And, and number two, it's not the right time yet, but we know this is the right time. It's a right season. And for them to step into what God's, you know, called them to do. And so I so appreciate them. And Annette and I, and the Savelles are so grateful. For everything that all of you sow, not just you two, but your girls, everything you've sowed into this house, the prayers that you've sowed into this house, the tears that you've sowed into this house, the leadership that you've sown into this house. Grateful for your spirit of excellence. I'm grateful that you've honored us. Thankful for both of you. And I believe this is an extraordinary season you're stepping into. A seamless season of provision. I'm grateful for you. I love you too. Thank you, Father. So this is their last Sunday here. Not their last service, their last service will be Wednesday. <laughs> with a youth and they're stepping into the next season of what God has for them Sam and Matt can you stand up you can come up as well Sam uh, Sam is like an adopted daughter to Rick and Cassie and and she's done so much here she worked in finances and worked in youth worked in children's worked in over the facilities worked in so many things and, and, and Matt you've worked in children ministry you've done so much and um, just the things you built the things that you worked when you were in maintenance here and, and those things and, and um, just grateful for the deposits that you made and, and we just you know I knew I knew that Sam and Matt needed to step out as well because I knew that God's called Sam and Matt to serve the Solises knew that when they, when they first came. And so there's times she would come to meet with me about something, something, and, and she would tell me and I'd be like, okay, you know, I know, but deep down, I know that that's not, I mean, but I'm like, okay. And sometimes you have to let them hear, you know, sometimes you have to let them get direction and, 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 and let, and let the Holy Spirit do things the right way. So, so Sam and Matt are launching out with them and to aid them and help them. In this ministry that will go around the, you know, work in preaching faith in churches, to worshiping, to sports ministry, super champions. And, and we're still planning on, you know, using them as an outreach when we start doing sports camps, football camps in Crowley. So we'll be using the super champions uh, and, and assisting them. And they'll be assisting us probably in the summer when things open back up. I already talked about that. Because, um, uh, you know, somewhere or another, they'll always be connected, you know, to this house. This is a a covering to them, Um, but we know it's a season where they need to launch out and in the the next season of ministry. Amen. Stretch your hands towards them. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're the giver of gifts. And just as we receive them as gifts, Annette and I, We release them as gifts. That every seed, just as I prayed a minute ago by the Holy Spirit over Jason, I pray over you that every seed that you've sown, seeds of worship, tears, time, talent, treasures, worship. You will see harvest in one year. Lord, I thank you that they'll step into divine moments. That you will connect them with greater relationships. That connect to greater opportunities. That connect to greater kingdom impact. So on behalf of the Savelles, on behalf of the Bridges, we sow them as good seeds into your harvest, Father. So we release you. So you can release worship in other houses. We release you. To release the word into other houses. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. And as they're willing and obedient, I thank you that they will eat the good of the land. Thank you, Father. Call forth every gift and talent needed for now. Every grace to deal with transition. self real in this new season they're stepping into Father Before you leave today, we're about to close, but I encourage you, something God puts in your heart, sow a seed into their ministry. Super champions. Place something in their hand. They've made a lot of deposits in this house. You know, as a church, we'll be partnering with them and sowing in into them. The Lord's directed us on what we're supposed to do as they launch out in this, this new phase. So I encourage you, love on them today. Appreciate them because I sure appreciate them. And that and I appreciate them. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just continue to pray for them. Hallelujah. I know Alex is out of town, but pray for Alex as he steps in that role of being youth pastor. Pray for Danny as he uh, steps into that role as worship leader. service. Be a great time to a great way to end the year. Go give him Jesus.